Chasing Kangaroos acknowledges the First Nations people as the strong and resilient custodians of the land, waters and skies from which we record. We pay our respects and gratitude to the Gadigal people of the Eora Nation who nurtured this country for generations and whose stolen land we record these podcasts. We pay respects to their leaders, past and present and emerging, and to the countless First Nations people who have done so much to enrich our game of rugby league. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. Welcome to Chasing Dillaroos. My name is Big T. The show is audio produced by Paul Murchison, but most importantly, it's West Tiger's newest champion, Mary Kay. Welcome to the Weird Week 3, Mary. The Weird Wacky Week 3, Big T. <laughs> uh, how, how has, I mean, I was sick. That's the main reason why I was so delayed. And then you and I have had some really unusual West Tigers appointments uh, and not player appointments, as to no one's surprised. But uh, how has your, your Weird Week been? Uh, my weird week has been quite busy, Big T. So I tend to lead a little bit of a busy life and I sound a bit wanky because everyone talks about how busy they are. But I've just got a couple of like high stakes things happening at the moment. I'm about to go into a week of like extended study. So I've been studying really hard. Work's been really busy. A couple of other things have popped up from here. I'm still talking to you. And yep. no doubt, um, so we are recording this, everybody, on a Thursday afternoon. I'm walking around my house in my Eels jersey. Better that we do it today rather than <laughs> tomorrow because goodness knows what sort of emotional state I'm going to be in. Yeah, fair enough. Um, okay. Now, speaking of weird and, 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 and sick and just unusual things that are happening uh, with another Blue Tick account, and, and also I'd just like to quickly thank you. It sounds hard being a Blue Tick account. It sounds like a lot of work and a, and a lot of things happening. So I do appreciate you taking time. <laughs> Speaking of Blue Tick accounts, the Sydney News, Sydney Blue Tick account at Sydney News Sid tweeted, hash exclusive, like God Over will stop hosting hash NRL games at the end of 2023 as a multi-million dollar funding for the Premier is likely, sorry, is unlikely to be made available. First thoughts? A bit torn here, Big T. Right. I'm a bit torn here. So I love Leichhardt Oval. I love going there so, so much. But my understanding is that from a facilities perspective, it really does leave a lot to be desired. And I suppose my question about this decision is what is it based on? Because I know the West Tigers men don't play a lot out there at the moment, but I know that rugby union happens there. I know that the Sydney Roosters NRLW team is training there at the moment. I know a lot of community sport happens there. Yep. So while I'm not advocating for millions and millions of dollars to be spent, I do think some money needs to be spent at Leichhardt Oval because we play NRLW there and it's not appropriate that the players don't have quality change rooms 
or that you've got teams sharing locker rooms so that they can have the full amount of toilets going so they can go to the bathroom before a game. Yeah. These sorts of situations to me are not appropriate. So whether they play there or not, I think there needs to be a significant uplift of facilities because even if it's not used for, say, NRLM games, it'll still be used for community sport. Yeah. And I think this is this is exactly where the crux of this problem is. You, it needs to have a, at some stage some upgrade because too much of the community uses it. It's one of the mm. – uh, it was also pointed out to me that every international team that comes out to Australia to play at the SFS or ANZ wants to train at Leichhardt because mm. it's the best facility without being at that ground. It's the best facility for them to get to within the cityscape, easy to get in, get out, parking, has all the facilities you need for a metro city place to train. I mean, that was pointed out to me. I remembered not long ago seeing the Argentina, Argentinian rugby union team training there while they were out here recently. And and we have World Cup things happening there. There's, there. There has always been a lot going on. You mentioned the NRL Roosters, the NRLW Roosters team training out of there. All of the Harvey Norman, all of the almost all of the Harvey Norman games I've been to as well have also been played there. I recently had local football stuff happen there uh, in, in rugby league. Soccer, the A-League happens there. You know, so many things happen there. So it needs to have some kind of thing for the community. But if you then start tipping any money into that place and you don't do, like you just do half the job, then I feel like we've also missed a huge trick. You can't spend... You know, if you're going to start tipping some money in there, you may as well just fix it so it's good for everyone. So I can also see why it's it's a problem and and why the NRL is taking most of the run because that's probably going to get the most publicity. Um, but really, I agree with you that it's only just a drop in that in the NRL, in the Leichhardt bucket is the NRL games in there, but the NRLW and everything else um, that gets played there is really going to be negatively impacted if it just is neglected and you know if the NRL stops playing there there's a very good chance it's going to get neglected yeah and you know BT at the moment as I mentioned Leichhardt needs a bit of an upgrade but it sounds like men's teams can operate out of it pretty effectively yeah the women's teams that I'm worried about yeah you know they're using a tent they're using yeah it's not yeah that's not okay no and especially when the NRL has given the West Tigers and NRLW team, we need to make sure that we're looking after them and, and doing the best we can. Also, on a romantic side, it's where we first met. So I think it's also important that the NRL just has some kind of plaque or mem, you know, memorandum thing there that you know, says this is where Big T and, and Mary first met. And it was a lovely, it was a well, lovely moment. It was. And another lovely moment, if I may, Big T. I've actually met a lot of people at Leichhardt Oval. There you go. Um, my beautiful, amazing superhero partner Jimmy and I had our first date at Leichhardt Oval as well. So the place holds a really, 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 really special place in my heart and he's going to kill me for being mushy on the podcast. But, um, (laughs) yes, that's where we had our first date. I brought the mush, to be fair, Jim. That was me. I brought that that culture in and that was all Mary could do. I'm no expert. I just love the game. But more than that, I love the community. If you're a fan of Rugby League or the NRL, you'll love Big T's Tees. Unique, affordable and made for fans. Find a link to the online store in the show notes below. You'd look good in one of Big T's Tees. Speaking of money and being that being spent on the Tigers, I recently went to the Centre of Excellence at Concord. Uh, and this is just another wrinkle in the weirdness it is the West Tigers because, of course, 
there'd be a lot of money to be spent on the West Tigers if it hadn't already just been spent maybe at Concord, but it's another, <laughs> it's another debate. Such a great space. While I was there, the Harvey Norman girls were training, doing an incredible job, using the facilities, um, which also just made me feel so cool that we're like almost like seeing it, not just seeing it now that it's fully functional, but also seeing it in function. You know what I mean? It was like mm. not just not just seeing a car in in, in a uh, in a shop, but seeing it being test driven by you know incredible drivers. So that was exciting. Have you heard much about it? Seen much about it? So I ha- like I have a big T, but I've been told that I can come out for a visit anytime I want. So I'm very very excited about finally getting out there. And I know that the Tigers staff are also really excited because they've been waiting a really long time to get there. Yeah. And it is set up it, um, with a real vision for the women's game. Like there, there is a real, there was a constant idea of there needs to be this many change rooms, there needs to have this kind of, you know, set up and layout so that so that everyone, um, however they identify, can can train and, and work and get changed and have showers and whatever. While I was there, I mean, at the the it was incredible enough seeing being around that much branding, I can't tell you how excited I get whenever I see anyone wearing orange, let alone wearing West Tigers things. And so then just seeing, I mean, every chair is branded, every dumbbell is branded. Can like I interrupt you, oh, Big T? Please. I'm just trying I'm to imagine because I know how I feel. Like I, when I go to Parramatta stuff, I have to give myself a pep talk before I go there. It's like, <laughs> okay, Mary, big breath. You're a grown-up. I know you love the eels, but you need to have some decorum. Talk to me, Big T, about how you were through that facility. Like I'm, I'm imagining like Homer Simpson skipping through Candyland. Yeah, except, zero you know, decorum. And so I was A lot thinner than that. Yeah, <laughs> well, the, uh, I was with a mutual friend, Chris Gale, and, and he... Oh, I love Chris Gale. Shout yeah. out to Chris Gale. Yeah, that's right. And he, um, so he often lets me come to these things, and I, I'm, I honestly feel like a child where my, you know, my excellent uncle gets to just randomly bring bring along a, a nephew and so there I am. And so there's a lot of rich and powerful people that are all in suits or shirts and they're all talking about, literally talking about golf and things like that. And I was just, I just kept, like I would stand there politely and introduce myself and go, oh, yeah, that's interesting. And then eventually be like, oh, I really don't care. And then would peel off and take photos of things, reading history things on the wall, just trying to soak in as much as I could of that environment. Because I'm not the networking is nice, and that's what they're doing, and they're, and they're they've probably already been there or know they can come back. Whereas I was like, no, 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 like I'm soaking this. I take my moment. I've got to yeah, take my is, moment. And also, I don't know about you, mate, but like just being walking into a room, and 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 Justin Pascal was explaining, you know, some bits. We're just a random, pumped up, high quality football just laying on the floor in your workplace. Also, like I was just clutching for something to hold on to because <laughs> a workspace like that is just too incredible to be in and I know it would be so normal for them but it was just so much for me to just or their work mugs that just have a clean white mug but with a big West Tiger brand on it like just and I was almost stealing them like I was in I was gonna kind of ask did you steal any no I mean I was close if I really saw an opportunity I don't know if I would have actually not done it but the um it definitely went through my mind like wow I'm a cut like that would be rad but that's the childish ridiculousness that I was in. And I would have probably asked if I saw a broken conversation, I would say, can I have a cup? Because I was in that kind of ridiculous mood. I, I love it. That's it was great. Amazing. I love it. That's what, that's what footy and sport is about though, that's Big right. T. Like these moments, you know, and I think, you know, I've gotten to do some fun stuff in my life, but I always just come back to how grateful I am and mm. to really just enjoy those moments. Because if it all ended up tomorrow, if it all ended tomorrow, you just look back and go, hey, what a ride, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And that's why we 
I particularly need to give so many shout outs to Chris Gale because some of the greatest rugby league moments of my entire life have been because uh, of him. So that was just another it's one. It's just Thanks. a love fest for Chris Gale, oh. isn't it? Thank you, Chris Gale. <laughs> uh, I also, speaking of love fest, met Jess. She was in that training oh. room with the girls, pumping everyone up. And I heard her voice, saw her face, and was just immediately like, oh my God. But someone was talking to me, being very polite, and I beelined straight from that conversation. Oh, that's very good. Thanks. <laughs> Golf's great. And then beelined straight to Jess. And I introduced myself, hi, Jess. Um, I'm Big T. And she was like, oh, okay. I was like, biggest tiger from Twitter. And she was like, oh, my God, her and I had the biggest hug. So excited um, to finally meet each other because her and I have been talking since essentially lockdown and, and trying to do – I've tried to do as much as I can to try and, uh, you know, support whatever program she's got going on or, or whatever we're doing for the uh, West Tigers. And so for her and I to finally meet face-to-face was just such a joyous moment for me, finally putting – you know, ourselves in the same room and in the center of excellence. Like what a romantic space as well. Like you and I meeting at Life well, Hub, now me meeting at Jess as the center of excellence. What a time. It makes sense. It makes sense. You're both excellent. So it makes <laughs> sense that you would meet in the center of excellence. And she's the center of it. Made so much sense as well now. Think about it. Everything revolving around her. Um, and one other thing that I want to point out, while I was there, I ran into Sophie Curtin, forgot that she wasn't Emily Curtin, congratulated her and her clutch kick during the grand final. Obviously, Emily's playing for the Gold Coast, and so, you know, probably with the Titans, so made that massive faux pas. I'm talking to her twin sister, but Beauvet Welsh was also there. I was going to ask, did you see Bobo? And I tried, you know, I was trying to be somewhat... Uh, I'm not a child, so I can't always act like a child. So I was very slowly scanning the room to see if there was an opportunity for me to go and speak to her. She was in the middle of her rehab and doing things like that. So I thought while she's laying on her back, stretching out, it was probably an inappropriate time for me to just saunter on up to go, you know, throw myself at her. Hi, I'm a big fan. Um, But she was there. And I wanted to give her a quick shout out because when I was, when Jess and I were reflecting on how exciting it was to finally meet each other, she did remind me about um, BVW's, incredible charity work that she does and she's got a uh, a thing going at the moment which i'm going to read her tweet verbatim so please give me a moment um it's that time of year again fam after reaping all the benefits of going sugar-free last september it's a no-brainer to jump back on the bandwagon for a second crack giving up sugar for 30 days is a minuscule issue compared to what other brothers and sisters with muscular dystrophy have to deal with on the daily so if i can help even just a little then i'm keen you can help too by donating to the link below to help save some sweet opportunities to kids and adults living with the devastating impacts of muscular dystrophy. Or feel free to jump on the bandwagon and sign up to challenge and do it with me. We will put that link um, in the show notes. But just incredible human on the field, doing all of that incredible human stuff off the field. What a legend. I love Bobo. Also, can we give me a shout out for just reading that straight away? Like almost no yes. Man. You did fantastically well. Well done. Nailing it. Very proud of, proud of you. Thank you. Uh, now, speaking of pride, I'm so proud of you because really this has been a big week leading up to the NRL M in the Eels, but your your focus has been also on the West Tigers. Tell me a little bit about what happened for you with some meetings this week. Yeah, absolutely, Big T. So as you know, the West Tigers are very excited about getting a women's team for next year. So on Tuesday night, I had dinner with a couple of the staff members from the West Tigers and a couple of other advocates in this space, just sharing our thoughts and ideas on how that West Tigers team can be really successful. I suppose what I loved the most about the night was that there was a really big group of us there. We're all really excited. And it seems like the Tigers have a lot of love around them and a lot of support as they start moving towards that NRLW team. Mm. And I suppose the other key thing is... um, The Tigers will make mistakes. It's their first time. It happens with every single team. Different things will pop up that they didn't anticipate. 
But I really got the sense that the West Tigers are coming at this from a real place of kindness, care and compassion. And if they're your guiding principles, then I really don't think you can go wrong. Mm. Did you get, okay, and so was there anyone there that you thought, wow, I can't believe, like I'm so excited that this person specifically is here? Because Only because I know if I had been invited to that and you turned up, I'd be like, oh, we're serious. If Mary Kay is invited to turn up, <laughs> something's happening here. Was there someone like that for you there that you were like, oh, wow, this person's here, this is a great get, or I'm glad they were invited or glad they could come? Yeah, there was actually. Uh, it's a woman that some of you might not know. Her name is Debbie Bruin. Debbie has been working in and around the NRL for about 20 years, I would say, and is a real lover and supporter of Women's Rugby League. Her current role is at the NRL, and my understanding is that her particular area of focus at the moment is well-being, particularly in the NRLW space. So I haven't seen Debbie in a little while. It was great to see her. And honestly, just listening to her and the experiences that she's had with the existing teams She's an absolute fountain of knowledge. So I loved seeing her there, but the Tigers will be better for her involvement as well. Yeah, okay, great. And so any key things that are, that are worth bringing up on this that, that are exciting for, for <laughs> someone like me? Uh, or the, I, no, the I also don't want to get you in trouble. No, no, you won't. I think the thing that excited me the most is we had to answer some questions, like first thing that pops into your mind when you hear this word. Oh, shit. And one of the questions was, first thing that pops into your mind when you think about the Harvey Norman Women's Premiership team, person next to me wrote down the Curtain Twins and that yeah. just warmed my heart. It really yeah. did. Cute. And I think given how much work the Tigers have done on their pathway, that there's a real opportunity for them to have real community connection, um, you know, as they work into that first team and have some women hopefully in that team that have been there from the start. Yeah. Now, can you also, uh, just so I, I often get all my information at different points and I can never remember which was it was first hand and second hand. The, it looks like once the Tigers beat the Raiders, the NRLM Tigers beat the Raiders on Sunday, that'll be my last Tigers game until the Harvey Normans Premiership one next year. And then they roll straight into, in July, a NRLW one. Is that, am I right? So, Big T, I actually can't give you the answer to that question because I'm not even sure the NRL knows uh, right, when right, the right. next season of NRLW is happening. Okay. And this is a conversation that I think is really interesting because when you have the NRLW season, it has an impact on pre-existing schedules. So I'd mm. love that to be a really, really good look at not only the NRLW schedule but how it fits into Harvey Norman and also obviously the the um, competition in Queensland, how wow. State of Origin fits in. I'd love a full calendar. Like I'd really love that thought to go into it. I'm not sure we're there yet though. Yeah, okay. So I don't, I don't know, again, this was, this is I think on zero tackle. Someone may have mentioned it last night, but I think that was, yeah, I, th- I think they were trying to start in July. Yeah, you're right. I don't really know either. I don't know now if that was just someone talking. And you're right, we do need one because it's the New South Wales Rugby League and Queensland Rugby League run the other two comps, right? The NRL doesn't, yeah. Correct. And the NRL, the NRLW's, um, their thing is still run by, like, are their draws still done by Channel Nine and Fox, like the NRL M? Yeah, that's oh, my understanding. Hell. Yeah, right. So that is an absolute hot mess. And so the NRL should try and go. No, we are just going to do all of it and and streamline all of well, it. Just- 
or just have the correct conversations with those governing bodies because right. those governing bodies have worked really hard to develop those competitions. Yes. And I think it's unlikely that the NRL would want to take control of them because that would lead to a lot of work. Yeah. So <laughs> right. it's just making sure that, you know, all those stakeholders get together and there's at least some thought about what that schedule looks like and how we can make it work for everyone. Yeah, yeah. Okay, great. Exciting. The Really what I want to tell myself is once the NRLM is done on Sunday and I've finished with a high, the next thing I can look forward to is my women's rugby league West Tigers team and that's that's what I'm going to tell myself. That's how I'll get Let's say summer. yes. That, that's yeah. exactly right. That's exactly Exciting. what's going to happen. This has been such a great episode for me. If you don't know me, then... <laughs> You you just knew that this entire episode was really about me, and if you didn't, if you me, don't you know knew. him, you do you you know Big T even more now. If you didn't yeah. know him, then you know who he is now. This was an insight into my brain, Mary. This has been an absolute pleasure. Right back at you, Big T. If you're listening to this, we'd love to interact with you on Twitter and Insta about the NRLW or the West Tigers, because Mary's a big fan as well. Find Mary at Ladies Who League, me at the Biggest Tiger, and of course the show at Chasing Ruse Pod. Mm-hmm.